and welcome to the U. Our reviews will kill you. The review show that confuses white Anglo-Saxon Protestants with a woman in a super suit with wings. I am the man they know as Z, and I am joined by my tiny insect-sized compatriot, Noob Noob. I don't get that joke at all, guys! Living life in the life of a noob, I rarely use my gun. Living life in the life of a noob, it's fun for everyone. Where did you find that? Living life in the life of a noob, I watch the rising sun. Living life in the life of a noob, I'm always on the run. (laughs) (laughs) And the giantly bearded, bearded wonder, Scott Keebler. Danger, danger, Will Robinson. I don't know. I just had to hit another button. I didn't have an intro for myself. Well, people should stay away from you thrown back by your next level intro to the show here that I just couldn't respond. I always try to work several levels above. I try to keep it away from base level. You're just trying to like grow to about 65 feet. Just I'm I'm shooting just right over everybody's heads. Yep. <laughs> so what is on today's docket noob noob? Uh, we're doing Ant-Man and the Wasp, sequel to the Ant-Man. Uh, first movie following from Infinity Wars, so that's exciting. Yes. Um, it was a concurrent movie to the Infinity War timeline, if anyone was wondering. Um, opening numbers, better than the original, uh, 76 million. It actually set a record, not that it's a good record, for the most percentage Friday gross of opening weekend um, above Age of Ultron. So it was a very front-loaded movie. Uh, didn't do too well on Saturday, Sunday. Um, but $76 million, still respectable. Um, stalls Par Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, back as the titular characters, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, Michael Douglas returns as his scruffy beard itself. Michelle Fivers is in it as well as uh, his wife that's in the quantum realm. From the first movie. And Michael Pena. Yeah, yeah. T.I. I love T.I. Um, there's a lot. Uh, Morpheus is in it. Is David Morpheus was in it. Yeah, Morpheus was in it. He, uh, uh, he asked if he wanted the red pill or the blue pill. And then, oddly enough, he fell asleep. And then when he woke up, your butt was sore. <laughs> I think you're talking about Bill Cosby there. Oh, you're right. That's also a British guy. villain because who doesn't have British villains these days. What do you mean, British villain? The ghost girl is British. Okay. I Just watch saying. anything on the BBC. They're all British. Yeah. yeah. The British. I do network. like Evangeline Lilly with longer hair a lot better than I'd like with short hair. She's always had long hair, hasn't no, she? No, she was short hair in no. the first movie. Yeah, she, the first she, one was short hair. Yep. Was she? Yep. Yeah, because they even yep. do a flashback to they that show part you the where she has short hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's okay. got, he even, Michael Pena says something like, she's got short hair, which is like all business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. He, it was really fun. Um, those, those numbers, I really think directly correlate to the holiday weekend, to the 4th of July week. It was, landed on a weird day this it, year, Wednesday. Yeah. And that, I think that messed up a lot of people. I think it's going to. Have a good second week. Yeah, so with 4th of July being on a Wednesday, <clears throat> people didn't know whether to celebrate the first or the second weekend. And a lot of people, if you're privileged enough, were able to take off the entire week. And I think a lot of people did that. You're that talking about our going to see this movie friends? instead. 
Our waspy our friends. Privileged wasp our friends. privileged wasp friends. Privileged Now I'm tongue-tying myself. But, yeah, I, I think that all that has to do with it. I mean, but it still did better numbers than the first one, right? Yes. The opening movie was only $56 million for opening weekend. Um, so, like, 25% higher. So, it's definitely an improvement. Uh, not a huge budget. They actually didn't officially release the budget numbers, but I believe it's under $100 million, I, So I, I Really? A, a, lot, I think a, so. lot, a lot of people are probably expecting to also come off big right after Infinity War as well. You know, the, the, the hype from that movie would keep going through this one. Well, Infinity Wars is still in theaters now. Yeah, people are still seeing that. But I really think it was just, it was just a holiday. It just it fell on a wrong week. Okay, it. so I'm probably wrong on the budget. Uh, Ant-Man originally had a $130 million budget, so just made that up. So I'm sure probably. it's right in the ballpark, like 130 Yeah, probably over 100 though. They know, they know what they're going to get with these things. And I think by the second weekend, it'll be way past. It hasn't even released internationally yeah. I think that's what's going to happen is a, a lot of people the second weekend um, will get out to see it this week. We're coming back from vacation, falling back into things, and yeah, by next weekend, or actually, if you're listening to this episode, then this weekend, go out and see the movie this weekend now that you're home. And, and yeah, it's definitely going to make its money now. It's already released foreign has eighty five million, so it hasn't even like really kicked off. It's at one hundred sixty one million. Yeah, and this is and this is just opening weekend, so that's not bad. Yeah, we wanted to give everybody a chance to watch the movie before we start spoiling things for so, people. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll I guess we'll start operating on a a, a week latency at, basis. Yeah, at least at least a week. <clears throat> I guess it also depends on when we feel like getting together. I mean, people, we have some important things to do. Noob Noob has his you know meetings. That he has to go to Pornhub meetings. Yeah, <laughs> those <laughs> addiction. He has certain addictions, certain th- things that he prefers. So, I think this movie's got good word of mouth. I think it was a. a I loved it. I thought it was a great movie. It was a really good movie. It was exactly what we needed after Infinity Wars. It was just funny, comic, a good amount of action in it. A departure from the storyline that we've been so embedded in for the last couple years. Was really a great uh, P-A-L-L-E-T cleanser. Palette cleanser. Yes. When did this turn into a spelling bee? Because when he went to do his Instagram review of the movie, he spelled it palette, like a wooden palette. Wood palette. That's still accurate. Really. It was a palette cleanser. If you wanted to carry a movie with a forklift, a palette is exactly what you would need. (laughs) If you were looking for one movie. is a perfect palette movie. You strap it down, you run the forklift up to it, you put it up on the shelf. It's a palette movie. Make sure when you back up, you hit the little boop, boop. A good forklift will automatically have that, but always look over your shoulder when backing up so you don't cause an accident. I actually knew a guy who got uh, pinned by a forklift accident. Awful. They're scary. Did he die? No, but he almost lost his leg. Oh. Did he get stabbed? Yeah, he got had a giant scar on his leg. Oh, by the forks. It like, (laughs) he put it in neutral and he was moving... He was in L.A. and they were moving like coffee beans mm. on pallets. On, on a, pallets. On I'm tying pallet. the story cleanser. to everything. Coffee was, beans. He was cleansing uh, the pallet enough, of coffee. Coffee is a great pallet cleanser. Yes. Actually is one of the leading causes of dry mouth because caffeine dries your mouth out, which causes bad breath, people. The more you know. The more you know. So anyway. Brown teeth. Guy uh, goes to fix something and he left the 
forklift in neutral, apparently. Or was it his fetish to get forked? I, if you saw the scar on his leg, I'm pretty sure you didn't. He didn't want that to happen. So. The problem is, and, and I, I know people are going to be like, no, this isn't the case. No, all the forklifts that I operated, I've operated different, couple different kinds in a couple different places. They don't have a park gear. They have forward, reverse, and neutral. And yes. then there's a parking brake yes. that you have to pull. So it's it's easily done that if you're just going about your business, just throw it in neutral and then forget to hit the parking brake. It's actually something that's very easily done. Yes, you're talking to some some forklift experts here because yes. I've I, been forking for years. I also uh, used to make a lot of money by betting people that I, I could pick up a quarter with a forklift. Uh, you would pinch what? it and flip it. No, don't give away the trick. No, I can't make any more money. <laughs> See, Noob Noob was about to give me money. Hold yeah, on. I could pick it's up a like we, forklift. Like we have a fucking forklift here that we could show it off. Though. <laughs> you can pick up a quarter with a forklift. Yeah. Yes, I would bet you. How? I would bet people like twenty you bucks have to that go I could really fast. Like yeah, you got to like jam it in there and just jack. Just you got to hit the ground shit. and smash it. And smash and it. And then we just flick the quarter up. No. no. no well, not, you have to like happen. fork it up, man. You fork it. <laughs> you just say. Really sometimes noob noob in life, you just have to say fork it. Get fork forked. It. Get forked. Get forked. <laughs> so anyway, Go fork on our tangent of forklifts, which had nothing to do <laughs> with Ant Man. Oh we actually did go on a tangent there. We, yes, we yeah, went on because it was a palate cleanser. We did. We went on a fork and tangent. A fork and tangent. So anyway, the tomato meters read at uh, it's certified fresh. Critics eighty six percent. Audience score only eighty percent, which I'm a little surprised by. Well, the well, audience is stupid. You know what? Eighty still good. I mean. It's so good. It's when, a good when, movie. When it's a movie shitty, below 70, I would say, as long as you guys 70 and above, it's a decent movie. Yeah, for sure. It's okay. The, the best review ever was Matthew Lacana from the San Diego Reader. If anyone wants to come and just break his legs, that's fine. Yes. Would be okay, maybe even fun, if not for the frequent presence of a gruesome ghost hunting the proceedings. Semicolon. A woman in constant physical and emotional agony who is trying to desperately not to die. A weirdly disturbing fly in the amoebial ointment. Like, what What kind of review is that? So what, he just had a problem with the villain ghost? He has a problem with grammar, too. That makes no fucking sense. Well, yeah. That's stupid. Here's, I mean, this is definitely the kind of guy that when he masturbates, he puts a belt around his neck. He just, ah, David Carradine. <laughs> um, he, he's so in love with himself, he stares into the mirror. It, it, yeah, some of these people are... Just ridiculous. Critics just use big words just to use big words, I think. Well, it, th- these are uneducated people that use a thesaurus to try and make themselves seem smarter. And they have no idea what they're talking about. And they think if I use big words and sound smart, then people will respect me. When, no, you're an idiot. Well, I don't understand because that's her motivation for everything that she does. The constant yeah, physical and emotional yeah. agony. How about the guy didn't <clears throat> even see the movie and Sounds like he's he did. trying to... You know, freaking make a name for himself. So let's talk a little bit about some of the things that we saw in the movie without spoiling it right away. Um, question for you guys. The CGI problem that we've been talking about in the Marvel Universe, what did you guys think of this movie? Didn't, I just ignore it didn't anymore. Notice it. I didn't notice it in this one. There were no scenes that popped out to me that looked bad. I just... and, and 
I just I just kind of you know just watch it anymore, especially with these movies. I'm just watching them. I'm not I'm not picking apart bad CGI, good CGI. You know, as long as the story's good, the action's good, then yeah, I'm just gonna let it all go. Well, the problem with the bad CGI is it pulls you out of the movie. Like yeah, when like, you see like Banner, Banner's Banner floating in the head Hulk suit. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that, that's that. that's bad CGI, and that can absolutely draw it's your attention. Jarring. And that movie had a fucking three hundred million dollar budget, and it looked. For the most part, fantastic. Had one of the better CGI characters we've ever seen with Thanos. But I thought in this movie, all the action sequences looked badass. Like, it, I didn't really have any issue with the CGI at all. No, nah, not at all. And, and, and it was. And it all, it all had to be realistic CGI going from big to small and everything else. It was realistic CGI and they did it real well. The only time that they were able to get away with it was when they went into like the super small realm, into the, the, the dark zone or whatever it was. Yeah. But then you can get away with doing shitty CGI because that's all fake made up place. But the rest of the movie was all just big and small and, and you know, escalation. And yeah, they did real well with it. Yeah, I thought it was good. How about, um, I thought this was one of the better supporting casts aside from Infinity War uh, in, a, in one of their movies. Like nobody, everybody had really good lines and really good jokes. Oh my God, what, what, what was, oh, I just forgot the guy's name. Michael Pena? Michael Pena. I thought Steals. he was, he's a, he definitely stole scenes in this movie. Yeah, totally don't and steal I thought, my Instagram review. That's okay. Yeah, I don't read your Instagram review, <laughs> so I don't give a shit. You're like, that's bullshit. I, I, I really thought at first, I'm like, this dude's gonna just gonna be a, a hacky character that's just thrown in there and he wound up being a great character in this movie really so you realized that he was great in the first one thought he was still gonna oh, be wait, no it's not michael penny then it's uh yeah who are you talking about was he in the first one yeah michael he was Pena in the first was one a major scene steal in the first one yeah he's the, he's would tell the story about so my girlfriend's girlfriend was talking to this guy and he was all like there's a guy who's real small that he can steal things for us like he you know he would tell all those stories Okay, I yeah, I just how long? Wait, how long? How Talk long ago Lawrence was the first Fishburne? one? No, no, not no. long. When was the first one released? Uh, like twenty sixteen, maybe yeah, a couple years ago. So uh, maybe that's why I don't really remember it. I I do not. I honestly don't really remember him from the first movie. It did make me want to go back and watch the first one again. Like I felt like I should have seen the first one. Oh, you didn't see the first one? No, I did, but I wanted to watch it again. Yeah, and there was a lot of stuff. If you didn't see the first one, you would be lost in this one. I also think if you did... Here's here's one problem that's starting to come up, and we'll, and we'll try to talk a little bit but a little bit more about it in the spoiler section, is the plot motivations and a lot of what goes on with the plot, which I think is actually brilliant writing. If you didn't see other movies... You're gonna be a little lost. Like at this point, they're so far into the universe of the MCU, they don't care if you've never seen another movie. Like, they're just like, if you haven't seen the rest of the movies, we don't care. We're gonna be that deep in the plot. Like, if you didn't see Age of Ultron, you're not necessarily gonna understand anybody's motivations in this, which I thought was fascinating. Have to do with anything? Yeah, I I think if you didn't see the first Ant Man, you'd be very lost. Well, why would you see the second one if you didn't see the first one? uh, If you didn't see if you didn't see Civil War, then you'd be lost on a lot of jokes. Okay, but I meant Civil War. I meant Civil War. But yeah, there's there's two movies you have to see before going into this one to get the jokes. Ant Man being the first one, Civil War being the second, and then after that, you can get away without seeing all the rest of the movies 
Civil War is critical because it explains the relationship dynamics going in in the film in the first place. It's the whole motivation for part of the plot. Yeah. Which we'll get into. So we discussed the actors. What about it being more so Evangeline Lilly's movie than anything else? Mm. Did you feel like it was more her story than it was Paul Rudd's story? No, I... It, it was definitely like more on her. I think it was a more balanced movie. The first one was a Paul Rudd story. This one was much more balanced because Paul Rudd was still a major part of this movie. For sure. But did he feel like her sidekick? Mm. I kind of got that feeling a little bit. It, it went, I think, early on, yes. And then as the movie went on, it became more balanced. Um because she's clearly and, more and, and, skilled than he is. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do is that spoiling it. She definitely is much more... Ad- Sexier? Adept. Well, yeah. Well, no, I think she is. With the long hair, she is. Paul Rudd, If though. Paul Rudd had long hair, I don't know. <laughs> if I think she's more adept at what their challenges are, and Paul Rudd is a little more fly-by, the skid of my teeth yeah. kind of character. He's got a lot of heart. And yeah, as I a lo- said, a lo- pluck. A lot, of, a lot of pluck. He's a very plucky character. Yes. But not as talented, whereas she, she yeah, has, he has a skill. master's degree. I heard that's hard to get. Does he have a master's yeah, degree? Yeah, master's really? degree in engineering. Oh, okay. Hold on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. hop online. Not a doctorate, though. I'm gonna, not a doctorate. I'm going to get one of those no. right now. I'm just going to hop online, put my credit card in, and I'll have a master's. <laughs> two minutes. Oh, is that how easy it is to that's, get a master's there, Scott? Uh, that really is. I can do it. I know a guy that he can just, like the diplomas and shit put on the wall. I know a guy can do them. Throw them at the college, and all of a sudden you have a, a degree in bioengineering, electrical injustice system. Injustice for all. Okay, let's get to spoilers because I'm really I'm, I I have to I want to go further in this conversation, so let's just go there. Ah, yes, Power Rangers. Spoilers! Spoilers! We are in spoiler territory! Ant-Man and the Wasps! We are really small and really smart. At least that's what Noob Noob tells himself all the time. This is a spoiler time where if you haven't seen the movie, you are going to ruin some shit. I guarantee it. Brought to you by Reader Repulse on Helium. But brought to you by... I don't, know, I don't know why. I just oh, like playing Mighty Morphins. I was like, what? I was actually <laughs> thinking about it because... Your the, voice the just—I think the outfit was kind of muddy, morphinist. You modulated your voice, and I was thinking that when Paul what Rudd was different about? sizes, his voice didn't really modulate. When he got really small, you mean your voice doesn't go like that? I don't know. I guess it doesn't because it didn't in the movie, and movies are real life. Or how about when you're really big? Do you talk with Here a really deep voice? Sixty-five foot tall. I'm a big man. Can I talk about voice. my? F- We'll we'll start getting into actual discussion, but can I talk about my favorite Easter egg? Sure. Is it really an Easter egg, or is it yeah. just something that happens? It's a cameo. Okay, Stanley. There was a well, secret he's cameo. Everyone, it's not secret anymore. I don't think he's um, doing like they said. He's not in a place where he can film other ones. He well, he also went ahead and filmed ahead multiple cameos. His cameo is already done for like the next ten movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, they filmed ahead. Just well, I mean, he's kind of old, so like, yeah, he's ready to die. So, okay. so that's what see. Kinda, oh, well, by I mean, the way, that's what old people do. They die. Just in case you didn't know that, but we all die, Scott. Sooner or later, everyone dies. But everything dies. Everything hurts. No, you don't know that song by Typo Negative, Everything Dies? 
That's a blood type, right? Typo negative is a band is and a blood type. Wait, is everything dies? It's called everything dies. And yeah, actually, I was I was Look appropriate it up. then. Well, I mean, that's the dude's voice. Everything he's, dude, dies. play his thing. He's he sings super low. He he's super low. Typo negative. Um, oh, I forget how you totally name. ruined my train of oh, thought. Oh yeah, so, so no, so Stanley has he's filmed ahead his cameos for the next ton of movies. Okay. Okay. That's that fake news. It's probably. done. No, it's done. I've, I've read that somewhere. Probably made that that's, up. That's that's for while real. you're eating Taco Bell at two a.m. in the parking lot. <laughs> Okay, so can I talk about my favorite freaking cameo, please? Stan Lee. Can anyone guess what it is besides Stan Lee? Evangeline Lilly. I I can't find my fake news. Not a cameo. Paul Rudd. Mm, Also not a cameo. How's Paul Rudd a cameo? He's a main character in this. Do you want me to give you a hint? Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm, Also not a cameo. Yeah, not a cameo. Which, by the way, spoiler asshole, you're on Instagram saying Michelle Pfeiffer was great when... Uh, I guess what, she's listed. She, she's on the movie poster, dude. On the poster. Okay. She's on the poster. All right. I, I, when I read that, I thought you were spoiling. I didn't realize that she was on the poster. Go it's back also to your Taco Bell extreme nacho. Dude. It's right. also this is the third Taco Bell joke you had, and it's second, still not funny. Learn to count. There. Oh God, damn! Stop talking to each other. The Scott, how was your weekend? He's very angry. He's just so angry. Will you shut up? So what's your cameo? Oh my God. So first of all. It's very clear in Ant-Man now, if you go back, that um, it's very clear in Ant-Man that Janet Van Dyne is in the quantum realm because they, they show you it? her cameo. Uh, Kevin Veach said it. Bye, when he gets down to the the quantum realm and there's like buzzing around him, like light beams, was that, that's was her. That the, was it, but was it clear that it was her in the first one or? He went back and said, that is definitely her, 100%. Okay, but they weren't, like when you're watching the first one, you're not thinking, oh, that's the mother. That's, they used, in the, in the beginning of the second one, they made it clear that it was the mother. He said, if you watch the first movie again, and you now know from what you know from the it second now, one. It now it you is, can put two and two together. Yes, that, that's 100% five. her. Okay. The other, so okay, my favorite cameo is on the boat at the end of the movie. The love boat? No, it's Tim Heidecker. I don't know who that is. Who's he's talking about? Like, uh, he's the boat. He's not a captain, but he's like, "Hey, welcome to the boat, everybody." Yeah, yeah, he's, the, he's the cruise director or whatever. Yeah, Tim Heidecker from Tim and Eric, the Tim and Eric Show, one of the greatest shows on Adult Swim. Nope. Tom goes the mayor. Nobody watches that. Is that, God damn. Is that really an Easter egg, or is it just like a? It's you a. Know. I said it was a cameo. Oh, I thought a we were still talking one. about Easter eggs. <laughs> what do you mean it's a shitty one? Tim and Eric are geniuses. Nobody gives a shit about Tim and Eric. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. They do. Is this kind of like no one knew that um, Daniel Craig was a stormtrooper? <laughs> No, because you see his face. I would hundred percent was like, ah, it's Tim from Tim and Eric. So yes, did you do that in the exciting. theater? Were you that guy? I am that guy. God, you can't go see movies with me. I'm that guy. I can't watch it in 3D because you're an asshole, and I can't sit there and listen to it because you speak out because you're an asshole. I'm like motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I'm that guy who shouts in the middle of the theater. But that's but but that's actually to be expected with a lot of these movies. Now, when you hear the audience reactions to these movies, it's it's expected. Whenever Stan Lee pops up, there's always applause. When a, some character does something amazing that ties into the other movies, there's always a felt reaction. It, I'm know, the guy the who shouts. Yes. I'm like, Hey, Spider-Man! <laughs> Yo, Spider-Man! 
I'm that guy. <laughs> don't be that guy. Hey, look, it's Ant-Man. Don't be that guy. <laughs> if, if there's nothing else you learn today, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. You're don't the reason America isn't great again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the asshole in theaters. You are fake news. <laughs> Found it. So, okay, let's talk about the dynamic. In the beginning of the movie, uh, Hank, or uh, yeah, Hank Pym, right? Yes. Hank, Hank Douglas, Pym. Michael Pym. Michael no. Pym, Hank, and Hank Hope Douglas. Van Dyme are on the run, and the whole reason why they're on the run is because they violated the Sokovia Accords because Ant-Man got arrested in Germany. So yes. the whole premise as to why they're not together is because they feel betrayed by him because he had his tech got, you know, potentially they thought they captured his tech, and he, he was... Um, Doing things without their permission. He was using, you know, Hank's stuff yeah, without yeah. saying, like, hey, can I use your suit? Yeah. So he basically stole the suit and went to go help Cap, which is a great joke. They keep going back. They're like, yeah, yeah it's Cap. Oh, it's, oh, you it's know him as Cap? 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 It's, that's how you know, you know him. It's Cap? Cap. Yeah. 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 Michael Douglas was, was yeah, pretty that's, good. That's, that's, what we, that's what we call him. Yeah, it's he, Cap. He's, Cap. We, well, he's my friend, but, you know, he's... I mean, he's not really my friend, but he's... So that was great. Huh? They're friendly. They're friendly. Yes, yes, they're friendly. Friendly with Stanley. So that's it. I just thought it was really compelling that they created, that they used the plots of other movies to explain A, because in Infinity Wars, everyone is thinking, where's Ant-Man and where is one of the other, one of the original Avengers, Hawkeye? Yeah. Well, they said it in Infinity Wars. They said Hawkeye was staying with his family and... Yeah, I don't. And they said that Ant Man was under house house arrest. arrest. They did say house arrest. So you find out what he was actually under house arrest for, and how that strained the relationship, and why the Wasp didn't go. She was upset. She's like, "You didn't even bother to ask me if I could come and help you when you needed help with Captain America." So you could see why the relationship was strained. She's like, "I thought we were partners," and you're like going off to Germany to go help Captain America and, and where, you just left me. You literally just left me. So why should I care about you anymore? So she yeah. felt abandoned. I thought it was a good motivation yeah, it for was. a plot. I mean, it, it, yeah, if you, and, yeah, if you didn't see other movie, then you'd be lost. But yeah, it was it was really well tied together to those other movies. Because I see some of the reviews are talking about how it's convoluted. And I was like, well, that's nonsense. If you actually pay attention to the rest of the movies, the other interesting component is the dynamic of is Hank Pym really an asshole, which we, we have, I think pretty clear. He's a dick because Lawrence Fishburne's character, which is interesting too, referenced in Iron Man two, the Goliath project. Was uh, it? Yeah, it was, it was referenced in Iron Man two. Why do you remember that? Because I, Iron Man two sucked. I've seen every movie several times, but it sucked. Yeah, Stark I, I references the Goliath project. When did they reference the to... Goliath project? He Stark is looking up information about trying to fix the palladium in his chest, and he goes, "Give me all the." He goes, "Jarvis, give me all the information on Project Exodus, Project Goliath, and there's some other project. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but it's just interesting because." It references that Lawrence Fishburne was an old superhero yeah. named Goliath, which yeah. is cool. And and you saw that uh, clearly Ant-Man and the Wasp had passed, 
you know, they show that whole thing about him helping in what World War II or the Korean War, I think it was the Korean War. Something. Or Vietnam. A who war. Knows? I think Vietnam. It was in Vietnam where the Ant-Man went in to extract things, and they're trying to stop that nuclear missile. Yeah, yeah, the original Ant-Man and Wasp was Pym and the wife. Yeah. So I just think it's interesting that they tie all that stuff together. Interestingly enough, Michael Douglas is petitioning to have an Ant-Man movie where they de-age him. And that he... he <laughs> so Hey, so whatever, Michael Douglas. The original Ant-Man? Yeah, he wants to do it, an old-school Ant-Man that, movie. That, that would be fun, but that's something that needs to be done much further down the road. Unfortunately, how much time does Michael he have Douglas left? Would be dead when that happens. Him and Michelle Pfeiffer. I'd if, see that if movie they do it, if if they do it now and then just hold off on the release for a while. What did you guys think of the de aging? By the way, it looked good. Yeah, it, didn't it, look like CGI it to me. CGI. It looked really good. Yeah, looked better than Robert Downey Jr.'s de aging. I thought Robert yeah. Downey Jr.'s stunned me when I saw it in the theater. I was like, that's amazing. Because if you ever... See, here's the problem, when, the, when you see it for the first time. He's yes. never seen any of those old movies with, with Robert Downey Jr. Have you ever seen Uh-oh. an old movie with him when he was like 18, 19? I- Iron Man 1? No. 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 Stupid. Older than that. Way older. What's like an old movie yeah, that he did? Wasn't that his breakout oh, um, role in Iron Man? Wow. That, yeah, that was that was his breakout return role after, after jail much, and much rehab and rape. Look horrible him, things. Look up, look up Robert Downey scanners? Jr.'s. Was he in um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High? I'm I'm blanking now on what he was in. If you see any of his old movies, it. it I was shocked. I was like, "Wow, they really captured yeah, what he well, looked he like." He was, yeah, he was, he was that skinny. Well, I mean, there was drug problems was a big thing too, but he was that skinny. Like they did the CGI and the. Uh, oh, for sh- dude, I'm telling you, he looked like he was right out of yeah. one of those old movies. It was really weird. Uh, so here's the, another interesting tidbit. Did you think they de-aged um, uh, Lawrence Fishburne? When they showed him in the when he was young, oh, and he, they absolutely did. You are one hundred percent wrong. Really? It was his son who played him. Was it really? Yes, Holy it was. Shit. Unbelievable, right? I, I'm, I'm trying to remember where they de-aged him in the movie. Look at him. Look at him young. There's. Look. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're moving too fast. Scroll down a little tiny bit in that bottom row right there. That's him from Avengers. No, down to your right too. That's him from Avengers, and then go up one, not to the left. God, <laughs> not, you're so not, fucking not stupid. Not when he was two years old. Do, tell that's, me those don't look identical. Picture. Don't those look almost the same? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he looks like close. a young. He does looks like a much younger Robert Downey Jr. And the point of this, he looks like a junior Downey Jr. Downey Jr. Jr. Squared. Here's the point, though is that they are going to de-age Samuel L. Jackson in Captain Marvel. So is the technology good enough where you believe it? Well, for a whole movie, we'll see what happens. Good point, because I think Rogue One totally effed up CGI characters. completely destroyed it. But you're talking about when they did it for just a few minutes, or seconds even, it was fine. You're going to do it for the whole movie... You should probably find a younger actor. <laughs> See, I liked it. Uh, I don't know. I'm torn. In Guardians 2, I thought it was pretty good. 
Granted, they didn't do a ton of close-ups, but I don't know. What did you think about Guardians yeah, 2? No, but Guardians 2 was obvious that it was a CGI de-aging, though. Like It, it was a little more it, obvious. It, it was more obvious. I thought the one in Avengers was stunning. Yeah. I was like taken aback when I saw it. I was like, oh my God, that's... First of all, Noob Noob, why didn't you ever answer our question about what movie he was in? Who? That was old. Robert Downey Jr. Beat him. Yeah, oh. he did, but he didn't got distracted. I got distracted by, by Langston uh, Fishburne's gorgeous. Langston Fishburne? Yeah. yeah. Lawrence Fishburne's son. Uh, it's pretty cool, though. His yeah, kid got to cool. play him, right? I was excited cool. about Dude, that. Dude, I bet Lawrence loved that, too. I bet he was all about that. Absolutely. I thought that was just fantastic. It was just a cool nod to allow him to you know show up that way like yeah i don't even know that his kid's like a an actor either but it was just cool to see maybe maybe when noob noob is finally done i'm being robert Downey jr he can imdb let me fishburn jr let me ask you another question about the movie so to me the movie wasn't the villains what did you think about the collection of villains that they had he was in weird. Okay, by the way, he's in Weird Science. Yes, girls oh just want to have fun. No, weird, th- weird Science is the one that I should have remembered. Yeah, I'm trying to think of older movies that he was in. Weird Science. Um, U.S. Marshals. God, you're so silly. No. Oh, look at the date, asshole. Bob Dylan. Things have changed. True Believer. Look at something before 2000. I know he got nominated for Chaplin. Maybe he wasn't in Fast Times. So I'm just kind of foolish Danger there. Zone. Natural Born Killers. That's yeah. That's one that he was in. He was like a reporter or something. I was just thinking about like Short those cuts. '80s movies Chaplin. that he was in. Back to School. Soap America. Dish. Soap Dish. Johnny Be Good. Anyway, so what did you think about the villains? Back what to was School. Your, what wait, was, wait, was that thought? the Back to School with? Um, was Molly Ringwald uh, in it? I swear he was in a movie with Molly Ringwald, no? I'm thinking um, Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But seriously, what did you guys think about like the villains? I thought they were pretty good. Yeah, I think I think a always phasing and always in pain villain is a bit of a stretch who doesn't really have a good story arc <laughs> and doesn't quite explain... Why she's compelled to do the thing? That guy's a freaking idiot. No, she, like there was a really good villain. You, they they explained. Yeah, she. They gave her a backstory. They gave her a motive. They gave her everything she needed to be <clears throat> a really good villain. And she wasn't necessarily bad. She was more to like survive. yeah. So here's what I found that was very different. It, uh, it, it, it's almost like you know when we were talking about like Thanos, and you can you can sympathize sympathize yes. with Thanos. You can absolutely sympathize with this villain here, and yeah, when when they're like, yeah, we're gonna save the wife, and she's like, screw the wife, kill the wife. That's still extreme, but you can still kind of sympathize. Like, okay, yeah, like most people would be like, no, let's save the wife and she can save my life. But you can also understand why she is the way she is. It's just it doesn't even know that the wife's alive. Like, yeah. there's no proof. She didn't want to hurt Daddy Fishburn. No. I. So here's what I thought was interesting is Peyton Reed himself, and no offense, was it Corey Stoller from the first movie who did Yellow Jacket? Yeah. He didn't. He inherited that movie from uh, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. And he didn't necessarily like the idea of Yellow Jacket and that whole, like, he didn't like that antagonist. Like, it's an old school antagonist. Yeah. I found that in this movie, it wasn't, it was more like, 
I, I want to say disaster movie, but not, it was like they had a time limit. They Ghost, had to hit time. Ghost is a Marvel villain, though, right? I do remember. Yeah, she's a Marvel yeah, villain. She is very Marvel. different. But it's a yeah. guy. Very yeah, different. It's very different. Okay, yeah. I do like, re- not I even do remotely kinda, the same character. Yeah, I do kind of remember Ghost, but not a whole hell of a lot. I thought she was awesome, and her character design oh, was great. Yeah, that was really well done. But you had a plethora of villains who all had their own motivations that were all different. Even the FBI agent, Henry Wu. I love Wu. He was awesome. He was good. He, he was, was good. Do you want to go out for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you ask they him? Almost, they almost just made him like an inept like FBI villain. Like, he, like maybe he was working in Erie, Pennsylvania. Yes, but trying to solve trying a bombing case. Trying to solve case. a bombing case. Yes. But at the same time, you also can understand, like, okay, he's been watching this guy on house arrest for a few years now. Yeah, there are going to, like, a, a repertoire will be made between these two guys. Yeah, because he's been seeing him so much. And he's a high-profile case. Yeah. I mean, he is still the Ant-Man. It's a yeah. big deal. There's still, even though even though you're the FBI agent who's assigned to him, there is still a little bit of a fanboy thing going on there because of what it is. The so what I, I found too, even with uh, what's this, the other guy's name, Birch. So there was like really three antagonists in the movie. Yeah, two, but sure. No, no, the the ghost, um, Birch, and the FBI. Whoa, what? No, nah, they weren't really antagonists. But my point is, they they were because they're trying to stop the good guys. Not, but that's the point. What? Is the scale of villains is they gave you the full scale of villains. They gave you the. Villain who's just an obstacle in the way for the good guys because they're they're trying to uphold the law. Yeah, but I still wouldn't call Wu an antagonist. He was just more like a crux to help He's still an obstacle. continue the story along. So still yeah. an antagonist. The point is, is that you have a scale from like not a bad guy. Like Wu's not a bad guy. He's just trying to uphold the law to uh, the ghost. Just well, yeah, Birch who's like just trying to make profit. A villain MacGuffin. Yeah, a villain Actually, MacGuffin. Birch, Birch was probably the most authentic villain for villain. You know, he's just, he's a criminal. He knows he's a criminal. He's out to make a profit. He's just a villain to be a villain. Yeah, and then you have the ghost who's like a killer, but is really just trying to save herself. Yeah, who's just trying to stop the pain. So I thought it was an interesting dynamic. So instead of your traditional and Marvel movie. The villain that no one knew about, Cassie. Cassie, secret villain. Secret villain Cassie. that no one knew about. Well, what I f- that's what I, f- I find interesting is traditionally a Marvel movie is going to have, you know, a hero and a villain and all that stuff. This was more, like I said, is like a disaster movie. Like it, the, it wasn't necessarily about trying to stop the villain. It was about trying to accomplish a task with obstacles yeah, in, avert, its, in the way. Yeah, the disaster happened. And the, the only difference <laughs> is this wasn't a disaster that took out a million people. It was a one-person disaster. Yeah. Very finite disaster. And it, I, I thought it was kind of cool how they tied in themes of uh, fathers and daughters was a theme that yeah, was kind of running and through it. that was it. the other thing. Like, I hate kids in movies. I didn't hate this girl that played Cassie. I did not hate her. And... and, and Abby Abby Ryder Fortson. You better not hate her. You want to know why? Why? I'm going to bet you that she's got like a five movie contract deal because she's Cassie Lang, who's one of the young Avengers. Oh, so yeah, we'll see her in the future, which is as good that we don't hate her then. But yeah, here's a, here's a kid that I didn't hate and I hate all kids. In film. <laughs> and, and no, no, no. I hate all kids in film. I hate kids in film so much that I made sure I couldn't have a fucking kid. That's how much I hate kids 
in, in film, general, in general, in, in film, life, and everywhere. Film, everywhere, I hate kids. But think about this. I did not hate this one though. She was good, and yeah, if if she's going to be a repeating character, I do not hate that. So think about how far ahead that Kevin Feige. Feige I don't Fergie? think his name is Feige. It's not. It's definitely not Fergie. It's not Fergie? Kevin Fergie. It's Feige. But how far ahead this guy is thinking that when. Tony Stark and Captain America, like let's say in five years, all those guys are done or six years. Like I don't know she's supposed to be 10, but who knows how old she is. That girl's going to be ready to, to take on a take, role of, of a young Avenger. I or mean, could be the he, leader of the if, Avengers. If this, if this guy keeps going the way he is, it's not just going to be stage one, two and three. It's going to be stage one, two and three, which is what they're doing right now. And then there's going to be almost a reset with the new Avengers and the young Avengers and, and these Characters who we've watched kind of like pop up here and there, and now coming up into the universe. I think it's amazing that they, they don't give enough credit to that guy. The fact that he's had so, what twenty films without a single rotten oh my review, God. like it's who? just unprecedented. Fergie, Fergie, oh Feige, yes, yes. It's just amazing that guy doesn't get enough credit. I did hear a rumor that they were trying to get him over to Lucasfilm to fix that garbage pile too late too, <laughs> too late little, bro too late <laughs> and i was saying and, something and hopefully he realizes that too it's just too little too late i was talking to some people and i was i was saying something like i hope they pay that guy as much as they pay the nfl commissioner because the nfl commissioner seems kind of an ass face douchebag but this dude is like some sort of genius like to be able to put together this string of movies yeah unbelievable the other thing, not a good picture of Evangeline Lilly. Congratulations. You want a cookie for that? I'm just saying like what? So should we get to, was there any other parts that you guys wanted to bring up that you thought were really cool? I mean, I thought the fight scenes were awesome. The wasps way of fighting is so cool. It was very cool. I mean, she's awesome. The, the, the shrinking to small aerial combat and all that stuff. And, yeah, it definitely gave her, and, and that's the other thing too. I think it it definitely gave her an advantage in fighting as well, which is probably why she was such a stronger character than Ant Man was. I thought it was it was fascinating too because I read an interview where Peyton Reed was like, "You stole in in Civil War, you stole Giant Man from me, like the reveal of Giant Man," and he went to Kevin and was like. You can't steal the debut of the Wasp. So it's one of the reasons why she wasn't in Infinity War and in Civil War was for the director to be like, she needs her own. I mean, she is the first female frontline headlining superhero in the MCU, yeah. which is a, a big deal for some people. But what I like about it, too, is it's just natural. She's it's it's Ant Man and the Wasp. She was always more skilled than him. She's been training for it her whole life, and she does a better job than Ant Man. But Ant Man's heart and his like ability still keeps him in the game. Yeah, keeps him there, and and well, his his willingness to do to to put himself out there and sacrifice himself and and go to the extreme in order to get the job done. Yeah, he's he's definitely more willing to do it than she is, but. It's because she's smart enough to realize that she can. She's able to save his ass in the end. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a real good dynamic between those two. So what I find truly interesting now is the end of Infinity War, when seeing it in theater, was very 
intense and emotional. And this was a great movie to, to kind of wipe all that away. Palate cleanser, one would say. <laughs> yes, palate cleanser. The mid-credit end scene reaction got... So, I've never seen anything so like it in a theater. It's mainly just the actual end of the movie. It's not the end... I mean, no, it's not the end of this movie. It's definitely the mid-credit, they're calling it. Um, but... <laughs> We actually, we, you can, we, can, we, we, we have the ability. We have the ability to actually hear what every theater in America sounds like when this part of this movie happens. Preparing for re-entry in five, four, three. Hello? Ha ha, very funny. Hey, quit screwing around. You told me yourself not to screw around. <laughs> the audience just this, lost their this shit. Is every theater in America? What the? Fuck? And it doesn't end. It doesn't end. I mean, it's that's everything in America is like, holy shit! Yeah, I thought it was probably one of the best end credit scenes in a Marvel film I've ever seen. And, well, and the reaction was just unreal. They, they all. I mean. Yes, it's one of the greatest. It's kind of a cheat, though. Like, it's an easy way to get that reaction out of, Yeah, you know. So, yes, it is one of the best end things, but it's not going to be one of those best end credits unless you have the build-up that was the Infinity Wars to so get you to this point. So it took 18 or 19 years to get there. It only took 19 years to get to the best end credit scene ever. Well, no, the very Ten end credit years. scene was the one that was the best. Yeah, and here's... What was the, the best? And here's, some, and here's some reaction to that as well. It's an ant playing drums. Nobody cares. See, but here's what I... Th- okay. Although, did you notice, did you say that for the very, 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 very end when it said the Ant-Man and Wasp will return? Question mark. Here's that reaction. <laughs> Even that got a reaction yeah. from theaters, from, from moviegoers. <clears throat> well, okay, I, and I saw an article that said that the end credit scene, the very end one, was the worst one they'd ever seen. But m- my reaction to it is very different because I feel like it truly shows the ramifications of Infinity Wars and throws an interesting wrench into my thought process around it. So the end, yeah, it's an, most people are just like, oh, it's an ant playing drums. But to me, it really is showing that San Francisco is at least half empty. So half the people in the, in the world are gone. So it really shows so the really, emptiness. This, this, which this, doesn't yeah. include ants because ants aren't people. But that's the point, though. It was just sentient beings that Thanos got rid of. Or is it... And is that ant sentient? Does that mean that there are other races of creatures well, that are still around? The, no, the ant, I don't think the ant really could be called sentient. They say it was programmed to follow his exact his routine routine throughout the day. When the other ants were giant, they weren't sentient. They were following the, the Orders. device that was on the side of Pym's head, the thought device. And the rest of the ants as well. They follow the, the, the thought device that's in the suit's helmet. 
Because what I'm saying is, like, would that mean that all animals are still left? Like, Although what it said, it was all of existence. He wiped away half of all of existence. I think is that what he exactly. said though, Actually, or I is he think, talking about sentient life? I think, no, I think he did say wipe away half everything, but I think it just turned into sentient life. It's just everything, half of everything. Are you one hundred percent sure of that? Yes, I'm one hundred. You're ninety percent sure, sure you, that you're not drunk. Are you willing yes. to? Are you willing to snap on it? Are you willing to snap on yeah. it? Oh snap! Into a slim gym, Randy Savage, rip. <laughs> Great wrestler. I just thought it was an interesting way to show how empty the world really was. You know, because some of the other end scenes are just not that good at all in general. And I thought it added a little yeah, bit of gravity to what you just saw. Yeah, you put a little thought like, into it. It would be like having me disappear. Like the world oh would just God, not be Oh my God, I can only wish. Place. Jesus Christ. How can we it make be that better. happen? Oh, The world would just be an emptier place. Oh, it would be joy so would be nice. lost. Children be so would nice. cry out. Be quiet. There would Where's still Noob be joy Noob? of ants playing Relax. drums, apparently. Where's Noob Noob in his weekly Dragon Ball Z reviews? No! God! No, God, please, no, 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 yeah. no, no, but no, this was one of the best movies in the Marvel universe, MCU, one of the top five. It, See, to me, that's a little debatable. No, eh, top five. It's top five. Top five. Uh, top it's, ten. It's, it is up there. Definitely top yeah, ten. Top five. Is it, okay, let's, let's break it down a little bit. Better sure. than the first Ant-Man. Yes. Was it funnier than the first Ant Man? I, yes. I don't. I don't remember enough. I'd have to watch Ant-Man. it again. I yes. thought I laughed more. Like I believe I will remember this movie more than I remember the first yes. Ant Man. Exactly. I'll definitely remember this a lot. So more. yes, no, because the first Ant Man was still a lot of exposition, explanation, and character development. So this movie definitely had the the one up where it already had the storyline involved. And yeah, it definitely was better than the first Ant Man. Okay, so next. and there was more. The Wasp, I think, almost instantly makes it better. Right away, yeah. Right Equal away. rights. She, she, yeah, she immediately made the movie better. Well, she's just got cooler powers than Ant Man. She's got blasters and wings. He even says that. He's like, <laughs> "Did you not have this tech before, where you could make wings?" No, and, I did. Oh, I did. No, I, I did. It's weird too because he's the Ant Man, and he's like, he didn't give himself wings, did he? No, he did. It's not. weird, right? No, you know, he still is using the. Uh, the, the he bugs. did have blasters He's still though. Still using the bugs, the the bugs, the bugs, the bugs to fly around. But no, he he never got blasters. Yeah, because he was trying to burn through the. He had blasters because they show you him trying to burn through the plates oh. of the 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 bomb or the a, the missile. No, it was a late. No, the original Ant Man did. Yeah, yes. that's what I'm saying. So yeah. the original Ant Man had more weapons. Yeah, but but yeah, he did not give those weapons to uh to to what's his Paul Rudd. Should I break down other Easter eggs that I saw? Only if they're true Easter <clears throat> eggs. If they're not real Easter eggs, I don't give a shit. Well, okay, how about, well, I'll ask you this one, and you tell me if you think it's an Easter egg. They, when they reference, um, I'm going to forget her name now. What is Ghost's real name? Uh, oh. Hannah John Kamen? No, not her real name. Ava. Like Ava. Ava. It was just Ava. I'm looking at IMDb. It's she has Ava. a last name, though. I, I don't. Her yeah. father, who has the shaved head, is oh, a yeah, villain. Oh, yeah, one of the. Um, His name is Egghead. Uh, fuck. No, that's Sonic. Eggman. No, no, no he there's really an is. There's an Egghead. In yeah. a, he was the, one of the villains of Iron Man and the, um, the Avengers. And it's just interesting because that was. They made a reference that 
uh, kind of like the Goliath re- reference is a Easter yeah. egg. So they made a reference to Egghead, who was her father, who was experimenting with the same things that Pym was experimenting that with. Was, yeah. So that story is, you know, in my mind, yeah, an and, Easter egg. But it's also, yeah, it's an Easter egg. It's also one of those things where, like, they killed, just had the name and then killed him off. And, you know, it, it, you either got it or you didn't. So, well, his legacy lives on, but they so, gave him a shaved head, too. So I will agree, and I will say that that is indeed an Easter egg. All right, so I get one point. What other Easter eggs did I see that I get, can, can get points for? Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I got to think uh, about it. There weren't like true hidden Easter eggs. There weren't a ton if of them. If someone had the internet and could look up things Ant like Man Easter and eggs. the Wasp Easter I'm sorry, eggs. I wasn't there are listening. what the F questions. There's, yeah, there's these things. All right. Oh, is we this, can do this. Oh, is this IGN? Oh. We, we can do IGN time. <sighs> we can let's rip IGN and then then we'll then we'll move on. Oh, so the first one, IGN. Of eight what the fuck questions? How okay. will Scott escape the quantum realm? I don't. That's. I mean, uh, fuck if I know. That's yeah. not. Who cares? Fuck if I It'll know. Happen. They'll come up with something. Yeah. Does this mean Scott will evolve and get powers? What does stuck that in the, mean? Oh, because he's stuck in the quantum realm. And because Janet got some powers. Maybe yeah. he'll get some powers. But she also, was there for 30 years. Yeah, you know? but they, yeah, it was 30 years she was there. And what exactly? What, what were her powers? Exactly. What exactly are Janet's powers and well, limitations? Okay. So I asked the question, and it's a good question. I Jen asked the question, and... It's a bad question. It's a bad question. Number four. Why did the Pims go back to San Francisco in the end? That's fair. Because they retired with their little house on the beach, and then there's still one of fugitives. Why would they go back to do the mid credit scene? Why wouldn't they do it in somewhere more... Because they needed Scott's help, and Scott wants to be around his daughter. But he's not on house arrest anymore. He could have went away for a day. He wanted to be around his daughter and his days. That's a loose one. That's that's not really a question. That was... Why are they doing quantum tests while Thanos is attacking Earth anyway? Because Thanos had already attacked Earth, and they didn't know. Nobody knows where Wakanda is. No, and remember, in Infinity Wars, yes, it's going on, but it's extremely isolated. Well, he attacks New York and leaves. Yeah. And and then when he attacks Wakanda... No one knows what's going on. How would anyone know he was attacking Wakanda? They're so private. The rest of the battle was on Thanos' home planet. Yeah. I don't think they would know anyway. That's a dumb question. No, the whole world. No, and when, because like at the end of Infinity Wars, when when um, Samuel L. Jackson, everything starts crashing around them. He doesn't yeah. know what the hell's going on. He just yeah. knows that helicopters are crashing, people are disappearing. Holy shit. So he's got no clue that this whole thing with Thanos is going on. So no. Yeah, yeah they're doing, I agree. They're doing their thing. So here we go. Suck six. it. Who else is dead now? Question mark. Who, Who cares? Whoever's dead. Whoever's dead. We don't know. Dead is dead. It was. It was a fifty percent fucking thing. Everyone's dead. Next. Can ghosts still phase after Janet helped her? Clearly, the answer is yes because they had to go back in the quantum realm to keep healing to her. Keep her. Yeah, so they, yes, she it, still has a, powers. It's a constantly upgraded. So. Mm. Number eight. Actually, I like number eight. Who is Sonny Birch's buyer, and are they important? Because he talks about their his. Buyer of the black t- black market tech is some sort of powerful motherfucker doing some weird shit. Maybe yeah, he's like he a did, villain. He did seem a little scared of him. Yeah, I think that's a legit sort of question. Power. I like Sonny Birch. I thought he was a cool character. Yeah. Walter uh, Goggins is great. Yeah, got charisma so, shit out of his right. southern ass. So, yeah, is he so, is he a southern yeah. guy? 
Southern. He always speaks like with that Southern yeah. accent. So, that was cool. All right, that's a decent question. Yeah. You they get got one. one point. They got one. That's it. One, one out of one. one out of eight. Everybody gets one. Like Spider-Man. <laughs> Everybody gets one. <laughs> that's about it. That's, that's about, about it, it, folks. So I think that kind of wraps up Ant-Man. Other than I just can't reiterate that Michael Pena and the Truth Serum was really was <laughs> so was good. It was so good. I just, it's not I, like you're reiterating. This is the first time you're mentioning the Truth no, Serum. No, we well we we said Michael, Michael Pena, Pena was a steel yeah. scene yeah, stealer. He definitely was. Yeah. Awesome. Heart. Awesome. He was hilarious. Scotty and I'd be like best friends forever, right? Oh, yes. And who knew Edmonds were that expensive? Raspberry danishes. Dude, you need to budget for it or else you're in big trouble. Because if you don't get the budget for it, you could put yourself out of business. Yeah. Clearly. Oh, top. here's the one thing I didn't. Oh, actually, I actually enjoyed the other two guys in the uh, the firm as well. Yeah. From from their. Oh, we didn't say Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. Right. Yeah. The fucking boogeyman. Yeah. Which John Wick. Thank you for that. Baba Yaga. Yeah. David Dalmatian. Yeah, he's awesome. We gave him props in some other what, movie. What was this Gotham guy's name? And Dark Knight. From Typo Negative. What was the guy's name? Peter oh, Steele. Peter Steele. My mother. This song sucks. But she died. <laughs> sounds like Hold a on. Halloween theme. Yeah. I'm searching for something. This is goth music, you noob. Did you ever hear of goth music? Yeah, it sucks. No, this is an amazing song. I'm searching for something that is elevated. Everything dies. <laughs> Hold on, here comes the chorus. Don't sing over it. Everything dies. Everything so, um, so if you like what you heard here today, yes. you can go over to Instagram and follow us at orc underscore you. You can go to Facebook and type in facebook.com slash reviews will kill you. You can also find us on YouTube. All you have to do is search our reviews will kill you. Then Stitcher. You're Stitcher. Idiot. You're still an idiot. Nothing's Stitcher! Changed. Like Lilo and Stitcher. Or v- Vero with Oh, us. shit, I forgot about Vero. Michael us? Bay. Not Michael no, it's not Bay. Michael Bay. It's uh, us up. and... Um, you shut up! Batman. Batman. It's Batman. us and Batman. 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 Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. It's amazing. I just want to say... Like, I don't know a movie that had more cultural impact than Batman versus Superman, where people are, like, going bonkers about, like, they've they ripped that movie so hard, yet now people are just, like, they think there's they, this genius cut of, <laughs> of uh, uh, Justice League that's out there, which I do actually think exists. So here's the problem with that. You can have your genius cut. It's the... The, oh, the, the Snyder cut. The Snyder cut. The only problem is... Nothing's been done to a special effects. No wise. special effects. So if they were to release it instead of Superman flying around, you would see him like on a table with his arms stretched out. So might be better. So might be better than better than the CGI mustache, right? 
And I guess the one thing I wanted to point out, just as like a real last point, because I had said I wanted to talk about this. You have a movie like Justice League, which clearly Zack Snyder had a genius vision for that tied together all the previous movies into this one movie and then moving forward in the universe. And he, you know, had to leave the project or was fired or whatever happened. And then Josh Whedon comes and butt fucks the whole thing and destroys and it all. Just women. destroys it and starts touching women and ruins everything. <laughs> and then you get Ant-Man and the, the Marvel Universe where the original Ant-Man, the director leaves right as production is about to start. Edgar Wright just walks so, away from the movie. So, yeah, the original movie, the original Ant-Man had every right to suck just every as much right everything to that suck. you see. But because they're doing it right where they have one guy who's keeping the who's fucking a mastermind. Hands, keeping his hands on the wheel... You don't have the disaster that was the DCU. Yeah, it's just amazing because, I don't know, they keep promoting all this Wonder Woman 84 stuff, and I'm like, I don't know about all that. And yeah, oh, and here's the new thing is Wonder Woman 84 where Chris Pat comes back. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Hey, you love confusing all the Chris's. Uh, Who's the other Chris? One of the Chris's comes back. Chris Evans? Chris, Chris Evans, Pratt? Chris, Chris Daughtry? The singer? Chris, Chris Daughtry. Daughtry. Where oh, he comes back. Bother. So, are we gonna are we gonna do like he he parachuted out last second, or is he gonna come back the way the Purple Man came back and Jessica? Jones? Oh, he's going to come back it's as a daydream. Gonna be horrible as either a way. Sweet, sweet dream. As creepy. You say he's coming back as a day trader. As a <laughs> day trader. <laughs> he's gonna come back oh. in your dreams, noob noob. Oh bother. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, so, from all of us here at Orkyu, to all of you at home, Winnie the where's Pooh? Piglet and I'm Pervy the Pooh saying goodnight. I love you. That's the creepiest voice I've ever heard. Thank you.